Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkey Donkey Connection Podcast, where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 19, where we're going over the Friday night events from Valentine's Day last night, the Friday night SmackDown and the 205 Live. Yes. SmackDown had its ups and downs. Oh, it certainly did, and it had a very heartbreaking segment as well. Yes, it did. everybody out there. Um, very, very good segment. Yeah. And a very, very sad segment. Yeah, but that's what a good segment does. Exactly. It, it gets you it drawn gets you in. It gets you emotional. It gets you emotional. It gets me emotional because my boy got heartbroken. Yes. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yes. Starting off from the top of the card, women's championship match. Now, yeah. I was under the impression that this was happening at Jetta. Yeah, but nope. But it was happening here. Correct. Where... It- uh, well, it all started with a, a moment of bliss segment. Yes, they, they opened up the show with a moment of bliss. With uh, the way they announced it, Alexa Bliss and her sidekick, Nikki Cross. It, what's no. this like, Batman and Robin? It should be Nikki Cross, or it should be Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yeah, it shouldn't be Alexa Bliss and her sidekick. And her sidekick, but that's they the way should it was be announced. equals. But obviously, the E is not working them that way. Yeah, but. They're almost working that Nikki is a henchwoman to Alexa. Yeah, correct. Her coffee go-getter and stuff like almost that. Almost kind of like how Damien Mizdow. Yes. Yeah. Very, very, very similar. Co-host, a tag partner. Yeah. But like, they're the one that has to take the fall. The stunt, the stunt dummy. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But obviously opens up with a segment. Carmelo's out there talking about how, you know, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't know this version of Bailey. This Bailey is only this way because of... uh. Um, Sasha Banks, and this isn't her friend, and stuff like that that she knows. And then Bailey comes out and basically cuts a seething promo saying, I don't know why you would even call us friends. I mean, you weren't even like my third favorite person to be around. So, and, and that obviously entails into the match that was already predetermined from last week's, yeah. uh, last week's match. And this was a good match. Yeah. And it, and it ended in a very, very heel fashion. Yeah. Foot's on the rope. Feet on the rope. Um, ref didn't catch it. One, two, three. Yep. Bailey uh, retains. Yeah. After the belt, Bailey attacked Carmella again. Yep. Um, raised the belt over her, and then uh, Naomi comes out uh, for the save. Yep. Um, that's setting up that Mania match. Well, n- no, because next week Naomi is facing Carmella for a number one contenders match, and the winner of that match goes to Jetta to face Bailey. Bailey. So there will be another women's match in Jetta, which is really nice. Yeah. There will be a championship match in Jetta, which is really nice. And it's going to have Bailey involved, which I think is going to be awesome because I want to see what type of heat she gets over there. Yeah. Because she's, I mean, if you think about all the female superstars who are in the E and you look at the in-ring attire, Bailey's the one who, from start to finish, has always had the most wrestling, I guess, appropriate attire. She's always covered, covered herself a little yeah. bit more. So... I almost feel like she'd be almost a little bit more endearing to the to the values of over there because last year when they had the match between um, Lacey, Lacey and Evans and Natalia, well, they had to go out with t-shirts. If and you want to like be real, the one who's always had the most proper ring attire and most covering oh, is Natalia. It is Natalia. Yeah. She's always had full trunks and full coverage. Yes, yes, you're right. She you're didn't right. have sleeves, but she had to have long sleeves because they can't show anything she, below yeah, their neck. Yes, correct. Um. But, and Lacey obviously had to be fully covered because yeah. she always had that scantily clad, yeah, sassy Southern, southern Belle. Sassy Southern Belle, correct. Um, 
But no, I think it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm interested to see who comes out of this match because, like I said, I like we said last week when we were talking about SmackDown, um, I would like to see them build to a WrestleMania match with uh, Bailey and Carm- um, Naomi versus trying to do this quick build or whatever that it looks like they're trying to do. So um, we'll see you next week. You know, you're going to get another one-on-one match between Carmella and Naomi. So you're going to have two faces going off against each other to face the heel champion. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of shenanigans at the end of this match. And maybe this ends up turning into a, you know. A triple threat. Triple threat or maybe even a um, a tag team match in which Banks and Bailey are taking on. Banks and Bailey takes on Naomi and Carmella. Carmella. Yeah. But Uh, that prevents a title from changing hands. Correct. Which which will keep the title safe going into Mania. Yeah. Which would be nice. Yeah. Uh, Up next, we had a handicap match. Um (laughs) Well, talk about, can we call it a handicap match? Talk about it, like burying two talents, though. Yeah, two great talents. Yeah. Two wasted talents. Yeah. Shorty G and Apollo Crews. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't mind Sheamus going over here. Oh, no. I mean, you want Sheamus to come back like a monster. You want Sheamus coming back as a monster heel to match up to be a monster heel, which SmackDown really doesn't have right now, aside from The Fiend. Yeah. And, um... It just it sucks to see these two guys getting buried the way they're getting buried though. Yeah, it does because they practically get no offense in. And the one spot that it almost looked like where the faces could have turned this against Sheamus, which is where Sheamus goes for the bro kick, and Apollo Cruz ducks out of the way, and he ends up hitting Gable. Shorty G. You almost think, oh, Apollo Cruz has got the chance now. He's diverted. Nope. <laughs> he turns right around and absolutely murders Apollo Cruz with Bends a bro kick. One two three. One two three. Match over. So. You're getting over Sheamus, which is nice. But you're also what burying... You, what are you building him towards, though? Because right now all he's doing is he's with these two guys, and there's not really much happening. It's just he's coming out and he's beating him time after time after time after time again. So if this leads to something else for Sheamus, whatever it may be, good. But if this is where they're just going to kind of keep him floundering right now... It, it, have him be this monstrous heel, but keep him in a... In a lower mid card. Yeah, but have him beating some other people as well. Don't just yeah. have him beating the same two guys over and over and over and over again. So Yeah, um, I agree with that. Up next, in my opinion, was the best segment of the night. Okay. Was the Hulk Hogan. Oh, that segment was fiend so interview. good. So good. I mean, you know, NWO, like we were saying, being, being inducted, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame yep. So they had uh, a Skype interview with uh, Hulk Hogan. Obviously um, pre-recorded. Very with, obviously pre-recorded. With with all the uh, with all with the, the NWO, NWO gear, gear in the, the background, NWO belt, the do, shirts, doing all the uh, fall life stuff throughout. Talking about how Hulkamania started, you know, bringing wrestling to the forefront, and then NWO took it to a whole other level. And, yeah, and then uh, talking then, about his former uh, feuds with Goldberg, Goldberg and, and how, how he went into a title match with the belt and went home without it. Yeah, and, and how, how Goldberg is going to run through the fiend. Yes. And then an oh, NWO the styled vignette pops up. The 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 Five Five Funhouse. The, the FFH. FFH. Oh, so um, good. This video has been sponsored by FFH, and Bray comes in pulling his best Kyle O'Reilly, playing well, actually the, his best Hulk Hogan. That's yeah. the, that, that's Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, coming out with the black playing and the white, air guitar, playing the air guitar then, on the belt, then ripping his sweater. Yeah, ripped the sweater. One of the best shirts yeah, on the market right now, wasn't it? it it's not nice to eat your friends. Yeah, and yeah. it has Mercy the Buzzard with Eating Rambling Rambo Rabbit. Rabbit. In his- yes, 
Such a good one of shirt. the best shirts I've Such seen a in a long shirt. time. Some of these Bray Wyatt shirts have been amazing because the one going into Hell in a Cell that was the Mister Rogers style yes. fa- uh, faded vignette shirt yes. that said "See You in Hell." He has some of the best merch yeah. because his merch was horrid when he was Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So they're they're making up for his character and for his merch right now. Yep. Because the hurt heel gloves are great. The mask, the is, mask great. is great. The belt, not so much. I don't like the mask. I belt. don't like the mask belt. No, but the actual blue belt. The blue belt's awesome. Yeah, the blue. Belt's I prefer so, so much to the because when I think of universe and I think galaxy and all that, I think purples and blues and such like that, not reds. Yeah, but it was on Raw. That's it was why on it was Raw. Red. Yeah, so, but then when it flips smack, then it has, it has to be blue. blue. Yeah. So, um, or you can just make it another black belt. All I know is or make it a white belt. This whole thing, at the end of it, Hogan spooked. Oh yeah, Hogan was spooked. Hogan was like, "Thanks, Mike. Mike, I'm talking to Michael Cole. And he just, um, takes saying, his Thanks, Mike. Mike because uh, appreciate the interview. I'll see you in Tampa. Yeah, because and then jumped. Bray takes the picture of Hogan and is like, you know, I could put you up on the wall. There's always room for There's one always more. Room for one more. Oh man, it's so good. I'm I'm so excited. And like I said, there's still another week until this match happens. But again, match is booked as such. Goldberg hits a spear. Wyatt no sells it. Sister Abigail, Mandible Claw, match over. Yeah, 30 seconds. That's it. That. 30, 45 seconds. That's it. Please just do that. The, because then, If the match goes over a minute, it's because they've had a 30-second stare down after the bell rang. Yeah. That's the only way this match goes over a minute. Listen, build to this. Do I mean, with the NWO going into the Hall of Fame, what would be a, tell me what wouldn't be a great rub for The Fiend where he attacks the NWO at the Hall of Fame ceremony. <sighs> Oh, that would be real good. And since they're in Tampa, which is Hogan's home territory, when he attacks the NWO Hogan, he turns him back into Hulkamania Hogan. And Hulkamania Hogan shows up at WrestleMania. I could see it. Because they're in his hometown. I could see it. So, just again, spitballing, thought process here, but... Or, actually, no. Forget attacking him at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Don't the Hall of Famers come out at yes, the event? Do. Yes, they do. There you go. That's where he. That's where he attacks. Yes, they do. That's where he attacks. Yeah, he'll attack while they're on top of the. Because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's either them or Batista that are the first card. That they're the first. They're the, the, the main. Headliners. The main is uh, Batista. It is Batista. Yeah, main, main is Batista. Yeah, because I know they always have everybody else out there, and then they have the the headliners music hit like at 25. Um, it was I think it was twenty five. Uh, Stone Cold's music hit, and he rode the the ATV around, yep, and all that such. And when uh, they did DX a couple of years DX ago, DX was the headliner, and they were the ones that, that came year. out and last threw year. out all the the, the glow sticks, sticks and everything. Yep, yep. So Batista's gonna come out, and his music's gonna hit. He's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna his, do his his, his guns. machine guns and all that such. But if they do have the NWO come out in a very similar fashion, like they have two co headliners, yeah. So they have Batista come out first, do his whole thing. And then they have the NWO come out, Hall and Nash, and a place goes dark. Well, no, do it the other way. Do it where the NWO comes out first. They get attacked, and Batista's got to come out to make the save. And that builds to a Batista match at SummerSlam. Batista Fiend? Batista Fiend at SummerSlam. One last match for Batista. And again, all you're doing is you're constantly just giving a rub to the Fiend. Just... Okay, he took out this legend, and he took out, and he changed 
Finn Balor into Prince, and he he made Daniel Bryan the Yes Movement again, and he's made Seth he, Rollins a heel again. Heel again, and he's and now he's gonna bury Goldberg, and he's gonna bury Hogan, and he's gonna bury Batista, and he's gonna bury Undertaker, and he's gonna bury this guy, and he's gonna be- and then all of a sudden the guy who finally takes the belt off him is gonna look like a superhero, dude. Gonna look like a superhero. You know who he needs to bury within the next calendar year? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. John Cena. Well, see, here's the thing: is Brock Le- Brock Lesnar would be good, but no, because Brock Lesnar is his doppelganger on the other side. Yeah, because Brock so Lesnar had all these two, rubs. Those two can never f- can see never each butt other. heads. Yeah. No. So what happens is Brock Lesnar is a guy who is that super ultra heel who gives the rub to Drew McIntyre. Now the thing is, is you need to build this fiend to such a point when he finally gives that rub to somebody, it needs to be like incredible dude mm-hmm. like what's happening right now on the other side because you're mentioning john cena brock lesnar buried john cena mm-hmm. made him like one of the biggest squash so matches Fiend ever can bury john can cena bury john cena and brock lesnar flip him to thugonomics, thugonomics yeah. exactly or ruthless aggression yeah and if, if we're looking at all the people that he's gonna bury we have just batista just mirror just, how's this just mirror what lesnar's done yeah, just mirror it. He broke Undertaker's streak. He buried Cena. Cena. He buried Orton. He buried Orton. He, well, no, he busted Orton open. Yeah, but he kept his title for a very long time. And when they when they tried to give the rub to somebody, they gave they they tried to force it on us. Let it happen naturally. Like what's happened with McIntyre? If you just let that happen with the Fiend, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. The, the, the reaction, the natural reaction you're going to get when the Fiend finally drops that title. You know who? I I'm going to say this right now. I do not think that the person who is getting this rub from the fiend is on a, a main is roster. on main roster no, right now. It isn't. It's good. It's someone from NXT. It may it may not even be anybody. It in might the not company. be someone signed yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. They may not even know who they want to give this rub to. Yeah. They may see somebody in NXT and be like, "Oh, you know what? That's mm, nah. We're not gonna do it with him." You know what I mean? If if he was willing to come up, I could see it being Gargano. No. Or Champa. No. No, 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 no. The NXT for life, if I'm going to be like Hogan. Yeah. The NXT for life. NXT is its own brand. It needs its own stars. Those two guys are just going to stay on NXT. There are certain guys like Cole who are going to move up. Keith Lee who's going to move up. And they're, they're Dijakovic is going to move up, yeah. Well, maybe Dijakovic, but Gargano and Champa are NXT. They're NXT. Through and through. Balor may stay there for the duration of his contract with WWE. Yeah. But... I mean, there, I mean, there's so many possibilities that you can do with The Fiend. Just let this ride out. Let him kill legend after legend after legend after legend. Invite Brett Br- the Hitman Hart back and let him just bury Bret Hart, too. Have him bury Michaels. Have him bury everybody. Have him bury Triple H. Yeah, the one guy say, who have did, him built, uh, bury Hunter. Yeah, have Hunter be like, no, I need to come out and I need to put a stop to this. This isn't the Bray Wyatt that was in NXT with me. This is This is something completely different. I need to stop this. And then have him get buried. And that's when maybe you get somebody from NXT protecting NXT because their leader has been taken down. Can you imagine if they do a Survivor Series and it's basically everybody versus The Fiend? That's like what we what we said should be this year, everybody versus Balor. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, next I, segment. I did, um, I did enjoy that Firefly Funhouse, though. That was a lot of fun. And they're getting better and better and better. So uh, up next, we had a, uh, a ukulele concert. Oh, it was so good. From uh, Cesaro and Zayn. Yeah. Um, and basically, it was a protest 
against Elias rock concerts. Yeah. Um, and essentially, not rock concerts, Elias concerts. Yes. Um, essentially, <laughs> Strum and Elias come out and beat him to a pulp. Yeah. Because they are the cow with the heels. They get beat up by the faces. Yeah. The one thing I did like is the little uh, play on the cowbell where Sami Zayn's telling Cesaro, wait, that's too much cowbell. It's kind of like the reverse of that whole Saturday Night Live skit where mm-hmm. I need more cowbell. I loved it. Uh, yeah. Little things like that. Yeah. I, again, they're using subtle these, nuances. They're using these guys' comedy acts right now. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, in two months, this will all be over. Hopefully, after Mania, this will all be over. Everyone's gonna get a rewrite, and everybody and these guys can get a, a good hard reset. Yeah. You know, I I I went back and I watched our revolu- our our evolution the our other evolution, night. Yeah. Man, I want that Sami Zayn. Yeah, that NXT build, Sami Zayn. That build to make him NXT Impassionate champion. Passionate, yes. Sami Zayn. You know, chasing Pac, going after Tyson Kidd. Well, at that time it wasn't Pac, it was Adrian Neville. But, dude, that was so, so well done. I want that Sami Zayn back. I mm-hmm. want I want El Generico. Sami I want Zayn. the Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens feud Sami Zayn. Yes. The yes. impassioned. Yes. Um, I just don't know if you can Will get, do anything to win. I just don't know if you can get that kind of reaction that they got at full sale with the crowds not a at, at WWE no, events not because they've they've kind of killed Sami Zayn's character. The biggest pops you get in the WWE now come from NXT and from Major 4 pay-per-views. Yeah. That's it, basically. No, you're right. Uh Major 4 and then night after Major 4. So the night after Mania, the night after yeah, yeah, SummerSlam are the big the, ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Up next, the oh. saddest but this is good story writing. It is okay. very good story It's so writing. upsetting. Because it cuts back to something that happened four weeks ago. Yes. Four or five weeks ago. Yes. Where Otis and Mandy's love story... Um, it was starting to blossom. It was really starting to blossom, and Otis was like... Like, they were actually going back and forth on Twitter. Like, Otis would post something about her, and yeah. she would respond with an, a hard eyes emoji or and whatever. Then, and then you had the, the, the cake that yeah. his mother made, Mandy. Yeah. And then somebody kind of just took that cake and threw it on the ground and stepped on it. Yeah. And then he reared his ugly head last yeah, night. Yeah, he did. Dolph Ziggler found himself on a Valentine's Day date with Mandy Rose with with big man Otis. He had his hair all parted. He had his beard nice and nice and cleaned up he had his he had his best best sleeveless shirt on best sleeveless shirt his not his nicest pair of jeans he looked he, he looked, looked dapper ready, he looked he ready for the evening. perfect roses for yes, mandy yes. for his beautiful peach yep and that bastard dolph ziggler yep found his reared his ugly head and destroyed poor otis's heart oh his, you, you could you, you remember the old the ralph wiggum episode of uh the simpsons where he yeah where he gives lisa a valentine's day card yeah. and she's like i don't like you and then bart keeps going nice and slow and goes that's the exact moment where his heart breaks and he he pauses it you could pause yeah last night smackdown at the exact moment yeah where otis dozovich's heart shattered in his chest yeah it was so sad but that is good Storytelling. Yeah. That is how you get people invested and in turning in this week is after a week. Good after week. Love angle. Yes. Period. And it's a callback to Sonny when it was the when it was the Godwins and the smoking guns. Yeah. It's an exact callback. Billy Gunn 
good-looking blonde head guy is the one who ends up wooing Sonny. Sonny away from Phineas Godwin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very similar. Again, I have no problem with recycled storylines. I have no problem rehashing them for the new generation. It works perfectly. We we talked about rehashed storylines with the Rick Rude and yeah, uh, Valentine Dream. Yeah, Jake the Snake. Um, with Roddy and Dream and yes. NXT. Yeah, yeah. This is again really good. I want to see a true blow off match on this. And you know who has to come out over the top? Otis. Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler needs to beat Otis. Ziggler needs to beat Otis. And you know what happens is that Ziggler tries to get a smooch from Mandy at the end, and she scoots by him and goes in to check on Otis. No, keep it the way it is. No. No, because- Mandy needs to love Otis. (laughs) I I know that's what everybody wants, but that'll be the driving force to then change Otis's character into a more serious back-to-stakes-and-weights guy. You know what I mean? Back to paying, paying attention to winning the tag team, winning belts. the tag team belts. That's where you turn the team. That's where now it's not. It's not his buddy. He's no longer distracted. He's no longer distracted, and it does. You don't need um, Otis's Tucker Tucker telling Otis, "Hey, we need to get. We need to be ready for these matches." Now it's Otis. Like you know what? I've been distracted, and you know who they take the tag team titles off of? Rude and Ziggler. Yeah. That'll be who they take the titles off of. Yeah. That that should be perfect symmetry coming all the way back around. So right now the snack da- SmackDown belts are on... The New Day. New Day. Who will lose them? To Rude and Ziggler. No. No? To uh, Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison, who will drop the belts to the, the Usos. Usos, who will drop the belts to Ziggler and Rude, who will drop yeah. the belts to Heavy Machinery. Yes. Unfortunately, you're hot potatoing the title around, but... Actually, no. Forget hot potatoing the title. You get to the Royal. Uh, you get to WrestleMania. You have a five-way tag team match, ladders, tables, whatever, and that's where Heavy Machinery wins that belt, and they win it over Rude and Ziggler. Okay. Yeah, because Ziggler's at the top of the ladder, and he gets an to- Otis climbs the ladder. Yep. Throws Ziggler off. Yeah. And then grabs and rips the belts down. Yes. And Otis is the one at the top. Yes. Doing his little jiggle. Yep. With On the top belts. Of the ladders. They're yes. going to need like two or three ladders to support the jiggle, but yeah. No, they're going to need one of those like big show ladders. Yes. Remember the big show yeah. ladders from Money yeah. in the Bank? Yes. Yeah. Main event Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Against. Bryan ended up being the mystery tag team partner. Yeah. This match went the wrong way. Oh, yeah. 100%. This match went the yeah. wrong way. Pissed Heels should have gone over this. Dude, pissed me off so much. But you know why they did it? They had the he- they had the faces go over because of what happened after match. Yes, with, um, with Baron, Baron Corbin, Corbin who's supposed to be banned from the arena. He had a ticket, so this way he could get there. And then yeah. he attacked post-match or whatever. Yeah. But this match went, went so wrong because you did not need... Oh, my God. You don't need Baron Corbin involved in this. No. You said... This match goes... One way, and it sets up Roman Reigns from WrestleMania, and that's that Daniel Bryan's his mystery opponent, and then Daniel Bryan costs him the match because he hits the flying knee against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns eats the pin one, two, three with Morrison pinning over him, and then you get that little blowout at the end of the match between, you know, miscommunication between guys who are not tag team partners all the time. Yeah, and Daniel Bryan pushing Roman and leaving the ring. That dude that builds yep. you to WrestleMania, and everybody wants a Brian Reigns match. Yeah, the only reason why Miz took the pinfall here is because of comments that he put on social media about how he was, um, if he's not the main event of WrestleMania this year, that he's quitting the WWE. 
Screw him. He's not going to be the main event because it's going to be McIntyre versus I understand, Lesner. but that's his character. Remember Lacey Evans had that whole problem with the law where she got pulled over and then she did this whole thing about how she hated the Canadian police and people gave her all this kind of backlash about yeah. it. And then she had to come out as the as the actual person. As the actual person saying, Listen, I don't I don't disrespect law enforcement. I'm actually, you know, former I'm a, I'm a veteran. Veteran, you know what I mean? So I respect what they do, but that's my character. I have to I have to play it a certain way. And speaking of Lacey Evans, she had an excellent, excellent, excellent interview this week. Um talking about like you know finally starting to get the universe look at her as a face i've been looking at her as a face since jetta last year yeah there are people who haven't looked at her as a face because they don't see the story elements now with her saying that she takes letters from fans who write her letters and she puts them in her boots as inspiration and stuff like that Mm. you know that's a good way to talk her up as a face because she's doing all these things for her fans like i said Ever since Jetta, she was a face to me. Yeah, 100%. That was the way I looked at it. Yeah, after, after both of them were holding hands, hugging, crying in the middle of the ring yeah. in, em- in Saudi Arabia. Embracing all the women who are on the side of yeah, the ring that side. that turned her face yeah. instantaneously. Yeah, you didn't need a storybook element no. to make her a face. That no. was it. History had, turned her face. Exactly. And just like history turned um, Shawn Michaels heel the, on the um, Montreal, the Montreal Screwdrop. Yeah. Turned him heel. History yeah. turned him heel like that. You know what I mean? So um, it was okay. SmackDown, like I said, they really botched the they botched the main event. You should not have Miz and Morrison taking a pinfall a week before they're going in for the tag team titles, no. especially when they're not facing the tag team champions. No, I can understand if maybe it was a pinfall against if them. The, if Kofi pinned uh, Miz, Miz, we get it. That means Miz and Morrison are gonna get go over a Jetta. Yeah, win those belts. Well, yes and no. It just means that Kofi's getting his pinfall back that he lost to Morrison. Now he's just getting it back over Miz. Yeah, there's ways to trade pinfalls here, but this isn't a way to trade a pinfall. And this is the exact same elements that you did to Roman Reigns to make the people hate him 24 months ago mm-hmm. when you just forcing him down our throat, saying, "Oh, he's the greatest. He needs to win." Blah 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 blah. No, he doesn't yeah. need to win. There can be some screwy way in which Brian hits him with something, and that's how the match ends. And then if you want to have Corbin come in through the crowd when Roman's in the ring by himself, and Daniel Bryan kind of looks back and sees what's happening and just keeps walking, then, yeah. Boom! Oh, my God, let me write for you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? That builds it for itself, yeah. It builds it for itself. Um, So now we get to the other stuff, which happens after SmackDown, which is 205 205 Live. Live. And 205 Live has been getting really good. Yeah, Especially this whole um, Billy Larkin, Danny Burch, um, Aria Davari and, and uh, Brian, Brian Kendrick. Kendrick. Oh my God! Next week, I'm not even going to go through all the matches because all four, all four of these guys had their own matches. Larkin, um, Larkin and Birch faced the Singh brothers. They went over against the Singh brothers. Post match, they get attacked by Davari and Kendrick mm-hmm. with chairs and stuff like that. Then, of course, Tony Nice and Mike Kanellis go up against Kendrick and Davari. And Davari. And Larkin and Birch then attack, him. attack them. And it turns into like this big massive brawl where it eventually just gets decided, okay, you know what? Next week, you guys don't like each other. So it's a no holds barred, no disqualification tag, tag team, team match. match. Have at it. Go against each other. Who cares? I can't wait to see that match. Yeah, I can't because, wait to- be considering how strong style Birch and Larkin are. Well, yeah. It was going to be so stiff. Yeah. Davari can fly. Yep. Kendrick, Kendrick is a is brawler. Just, just so good. So good. I cannot wait for that match next week. And on top of that, next week we also have another really good match. Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza are going to face off again. And I believe it was two weeks ago they faced off. And they put on a hell oh, of a yeah. match. I can't wait to see these two guys go at it again. And the big thing is, 
um, Wild went over on Mendoza. Mm-hmm. So Mendoza can get his win back. Mendoza could get his win back. If not, this is a really good push to put Wild into that 205 title scene. Yeah. To go up against the Irish ace. Yeah, Never because, bet against an ace. Yeah, because uh, Devlin's beating Everybody. Rush. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Devlin's going to beat Rush, and then you're going to have to set something up. And then Garza's going to have his rematch again. Yeah. But he's going to beat Garza. I just think what you need to do is what they're doing, which is you're setting up these other guys who, like, for example... Um, not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, you had um, the Irish Ace versus uh, Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Tyler Breeze was just on a huge winning streak on 205 Live, mm-hmm. but he lost that to Angel Garza. Yeah. But Breeze, through his winning streak, earned a title match against the Irish Ace. Yeah. And as long as you're building these people who continue to move up the card, yeah. it reminds me a lot of like when the WWE video games were really good. And yeah. the way to make your characters get to the top is you had to kind of step up the ladder. Yeah. And then if you got to the title match and you lost, you weren't automatically the number one contender again. You fell down two or three pegs because it was people who, yeah, you may have beaten, but they were they're, getting wins who were getting while wins. you were exactly kind of like what AEW is doing, which yeah. is the matches are important. NXT does it. Power rankings. Correct. NXT's doing it. AE, um, 205 Live's doing it. And the nice thing is 205 Live's keeping a lot of their bodies fresh in different types of feuds. I can't, like I said, this Lorcan Birch, Davari, and Kendrick stuff is so good. And it's so good to see Lorcan back in the ring after he's been yeah. out for a little bit. And I like, I mean, not to harp on anything that AEW is doing, but Lorcan's wearing a, an, a, eye, a, eye, mask, an yeah. eye mask over his face. So yeah. it, it, it's really cool. So if you guys want to turn into a, a good match next week, I, I strongly recommend... Get into the WWE Network after SmackDown's off the air. Watch 205 Live next week. Yeah, no disqualification match between those four guys is going to be epic. Going to absolutely kill it, man. I cannot wait. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. I'm pro- I'm definitely going to catch it uh, before next week's show. Um, anything else, Major? Go on from 205 Live? No, no. Just what we have here. We know that um, the 205 Live Championship will be defended on NXT next week between um, Russian, Russian uh, uh, the Irish Devlin. ace, my boy. Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin, yeah. So we know that that match is happening next week. Um, we may have a new champion. We don't know. We'll see what happens. Very possible. Because you got to remember, we, we we have the pay-per-view this week, tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night to Portland. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited. So that basically finishes this episode off. Yep. Um, obviously, follow us over on Facebook and Instagram at Double Doink Network. Um, we're trying to post a little bit more often. Um, post news updates, memes, whatever. Whatever we decide to post at the time. Whatever. Dave, Dave posts socks half the time. Yeah, socks and gym. Uh, essentially, yeah. Because I've been trying to go back to the gym. Dave does all of his running. Um, but that basically finishes us off. Obviously, let us know uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise uh, about the show or any questions you have for us about our opinions on wrestlers or matches or booking or whatever. Please hit us up with those on our personals or business pages. Yeah. Um, but that basically rolls this episode to a close this has been a double doink production i have been josh i've been dave and we have two words for you doinks out doinks out